You are listening to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to my very first Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'm really excited about this. My name is Julie Capel, and I am a small animal, avian, and exotic pet veterinarian. I've been working as a private practice veterinarian and hospital owner for over 20 years, and I recently started a leadership and life coaching business for veterinary professionals and veterinary teams. The reason that I started this coaching business and podcast is that I've been increasingly concerned and even disturbed about the things that are happening in our profession. The statistics are shocking with so many in our industry suffering from feelings of self-doubt, high stress levels, crippling anxiety, guilt around family, debt concerns, salary issues, and work-life balance. But most disturbing of all, our high suicide rate. It truly breaks my heart. I am by nature a very optimistic person, and I've, I have a difficult time dealing with the fact that we're developing such a sad culture in veterinary medicine, and I really want to change that. Since the very first time that I read the James Harriet books, I've always thought that our profession was totally amazing. The people in this profession are the most compassionate and dedicated people in the world. I know so many veterinarians and veterinary technicians that are the most stellar people, truly the most amazing people that I know. I want to change the narrative around our everyday struggles and change the way we think about our work to not only improve the job that we do each day, but increase the joy that we get from our life experiences our families, and our amazing work with the animals that we love and the clients and people that love them. Life coaching and self-coaching is about managing our minds around our challenges and changing our thinking in order to improve the way we feel every day. It's about finding success among failure. It's about managing our mind in order to improve our life. And in life coaching and self-coaching, I've learned that anything is possible in this amazing life. And it all starts with our thoughts and the way we manage those thoughts. So this podcast, I intend to be practical and positive and also very honest. And I hope that by hearing some of my stories and struggles that it will help you improve your life as a veterinarian, as a hospital owner, as a spouse, and as a parent. Okay, so let's get started. Let's start this first podcast by talking about something that I think we all struggle with every day, self-doubt. 
Self-doubt is that feeling that you get just before you walk into an exam room or a surgical suite and wonder if you have the knowledge, skill, and competence to treat that pet and serve that client that waits for you on the other side of the door. The questions that your brain will ask you in that moment are, what if this client doesn't like me? What if they ask a question I can't answer? What if they know more about this particular breed of patient than I do? What if I don't get the correct diagnosis? What if I make a mistake and this pet declines? Or even worse, what if this pet dies? Whoa, so much self-doubt running through our heads in just moments. And now we've got to suck it up, go into that exam room, to an unknown situation and do our job. No wonder we get so stressed out. No wonder we have anxiety surrounding this work that we do. I experienced this just yesterday. I had to perform a surgery on a 28 gram leopard gecko, um, which is quite small. And I wasn't 100% sure I knew what I was gonna get into. Uh, so I had a moment of doubting myself and a moment wondering if I was truly capable uh, or up to this task. So everyone feels it and mostly um, when you don't expect it, but sometimes when you do. So we've all, we've all had these feelings of self-doubt. And here is what I've learned about self-doubt through studying it. Um, I've learned that our brains are wired to think this way naturally. Our brains are wired at the deepest level to protect us from harm. That primitive part of our brain wants to keep us from getting hurt or killed. So it naturally throws ugly thoughts around at us to frighten us, to protect us from a difficult situation. It's that fight or flight response that we see in so many of our patients. Our brain acts like a stressed out cat sitting on our exam table. Amazing. So the fact that our brain throws around so many terrifying thoughts in turn causes our feelings of self-doubt. And those thoughts and feelings are natural, totally normal. This is the first thing that we need to understand when trying to deal with self-doubt. It's common. We all feel it. We all experience it. And even the most experienced of your peers, the specialists, uh, the people around you that have been doing this for over 20, 25 years like I have, we all struggle with it. It's totally there for all of us. Another thing that we need to realize is that it's thoughts that create the feelings. So every thought that you have throughout your day creates a feeling that you have. So the fear, the anxiety, and even the self-doubt is all wrapped up in the thoughts that your mind creates. The cool thing about this and the 
cool thing that we need to remember is that we have total control over our thoughts. We are in total 100% control of our brains, even though it oftentimes doesn't feel like it. So if we want to feel better, the thing that we need to do is to change our thoughts. It sounds so easy, doesn't it? But it's really difficult. And I think you all know that intuitively. So the goal is to learn to change our negative thought patterns and change our negative feelings, including our feelings of self-doubt. So knowing these two things, that our feelings of self-doubt and our thing, thoughts that our brain makes up and throws at us are totally normal, and that our thoughts create our feelings of self-doubt, knowing these two things, we need to look at why it is as veterinarians we experience these feelings and how can we change them. So let's look at why we as veterinary professionals have so much self-doubt and how we can change the thoughts to overcome our feelings. First of all, um, our profession deals with terrifying things. Let's face it. We deal with life and death, which is terrifying when you think about it. You know, I've been doing this a long time. And when you think about it, yeah, it's scary. So not too many other professionals have this kind of stress surrounding their job. Um, doctors do, nurses do, paramedics. Um, there are some professions that deal with situations of life and death, but it's relatively rare. And in our profession, we have a unique situation in the fact that our job not only deals with people and their emotions, but it also deals with pets and the emotions that the clients have surrounding those pets. So the emotion in our profession is super high. The clients are extremely attached to their pets. And so we have to carry this great burden. So one of the ways I think that we can deal with these stressful realities is by thinking back and remembering our successes. We have so many successful interactions in our day with clients and patients that we tend to forget. We more naturally remember the bad things or the hard things or the mistakes that we make. We rarely remember the successful things and the fun things and the happy things. So I think it needs to be one of our goals is to try to remember these successful things that happened to us. We need to recognize and celebrate those accomplishments. And um, one way that I think we can do that is by keeping a journal of our successful interactions, um, keeping a list of the things that we feel proud of. Uh, the rough surgeries that we made it through and we pulled a client's pet through, the vomiting dogs that go home and the next day are feeling so much better. It seems minor, it seems petty, but in the big scheme of things, those are the things that our brain needs to hang on to in order to combat the times that we feel more negative. So if we keep a journal 
of these small successes and you know even even the ones that terrified you and then came out um, positively, that is what we need to train our brain to rely on. So starting a journal and reading it every time a little bit of self-doubt starts to surface is a excellent way to combat these negative thoughts which create these scary feelings. So hold on to those thoughts and also hold on to the physical things that you get um, during your busy veterinary life from clients. I know I frequently get cards and letters and even gifts from clients when they've had a particularly tough time and they want to thank me for getting them through that tough time. So the thank you notes, the cards that your clients send to you, even after their pet dies, hold on to those and either stick those in your journal so when you go to read it, it's there or just post those somewhere handy so you can read them. Either read them every day if you are particularly struggling um, on a particular day or just read them when you're having a moment of, of self-doubt. Your clients are the ones that will be able to convince you of your awesomeness because they truly believe it. They know that you do everything in your power to help them and they frequently acknowledge it. Um, I know we sometimes want to remember those people that are not, are not happy or that express their unhappiness, but that is the exception and not the rule. And we need to train our brain to remember that is that most of our clients are happy. So if you can write down those successful things that happen in your day and, and hang on to those to remember them and read them the next time you feel some anxiety or self-doubt, that's going to help you get through it. So let's do that. And I've started to do it. I, I do have some cards in my desk, but the whole journaling thing, um, it really does work. Uh, secondly, what we need to realize, and one of the main reasons that we feel so much um, self-doubt, is that many of us are perfectionists. Most veterinary professionals are perfectionists and have perfectionistic tendencies, is if that's a word, perfectionistic. Um, we have a hard time making mistakes. We have a hard time dealing with failure because we all think we have to be perfect. So when I was thinking about this, I wondered what is the actual definition of perfectionism? And when I looked that up, it said perfectionism is being highly conscious of and hypercritical of mistakes. So highly conscious and hypercritical of mistakes. And that's really, really sounds like us. Um, we are hypercritical and we are our harshest critics. So we need to realize that and also remember the big, bad, ugly truth and the fact that nobody's perfect, not one of us, not even the most experienced of us, not even the most experienced of your colleagues. No one out there is perfect. No human. So there's no such thing as perfection. 
I think intellectually we all know this, but somewhere deep in our brain, we have a hard time letting that go and we don't want to believe it. So we hold ourselves to this ridiculously high standard. So we need to realize that like all over other humans, we're not perfect. You can strive for perfection, but you need to know that the goal of perfection is impossible. You can choose to accept the little imperfections in life and the small failures. Learn to think of those as part of your learning process. Failure is our way to learn. And accepting failure as part of our human experience may help relieve us and may help relieve you of some of the pressures that you place on yourself. So remember that you are a perfectionist in in most cases, even if you think you're not, and that you need to let that go just a little bit. Um, Another way that I feel like we can get beyond our self-doubt is to remember what got us here. You got here on a really rough road. And if you don't remember it, just sit down for five minutes and think back to when you're a veterinary student and the hours and hours of studying that you put in and even all the work that it took for you to get into vet school. It wasn't easy. Um, You have to have a lot of talent to become a veterinarian, and it doesn't happen by accident. Your rise to being a veterinarian, or if you're a veterinary technician in the profession, that doesn't happen by accident. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of cramming stuff into your brain and spitting it out on tests and learning. It's incredibly hard work, and it's incredible dedication. And took a lot of that to get you standing on the other side of that exam room door. So when you're standing there looking at that closed door before you walk into that room, take a deep breath and remember that you spent a lot of time and a lot of energy to get to this position and you deserve to be there. Remember that when clients appear in your exam room, It's because they trust you and they respect you. They have come with their hard-earned money to pay for your education, your discernment, your advice, your expert opinion, and even your love for them and their pet. Because let's face it, that they trust you and that's that's why they're there. So that's something that we definitely need to hold on to in those moments when we feel unsure. It's tough. I know. It's it's very tough. And I think if you can keep in mind that all of us are dealing with it and that it's not just you and all of us understand that it may be a little tiny bit easier to deal with and If we can learn to control those thoughts wrapped around these insecure feelings, we can do a better job of managing our mind around this issue. So the keys to overcoming our feelings of self-doubt, as I see it, are number one, to celebrate your successes. Be aware that you're doing great things every day. 
and write them down to remind yourself. Remember what got you here. Remember all the hard work you put in. Remember why you're here and why the client isn't. Remember why there's so few people that go through veterinary school. It didn't happen by accident. And also realize that you're not perfect and you're not expected to be perfect, but you do know your stuff. You know how to do your job and you're super capable. So change that thought pattern from I must be perfect to something like I'm a trained and talented individual. This client is paying for my expert opinion and I'm going to go in there and give it to them. And I think if you can think about it that way, you will be very successful in combating these ugly, scary feelings of self-doubt. So I hope that some of this helps and I know there's plenty more to talk about on this subject and many others. And so I, I am going to be back. I'll be back next week with another subject, probably very closely related to self-doubt, probably something about self-confidence and how we can grow that in ourselves. Um, but remember, being a veterinarian and working in the veterinary field is a huge honor and pr privilege for all of us. And even though it's hard at times, it it's amazing and it's awesome. And I just want us all to remember that every day. And I want us to smile when we think about the fact that we get to do this. It's a huge privilege. So remember that veterinarians are amazing, caring people, and veterinary technicians are amazing, caring people, and that you are one of those people. And go out there and help the pet-owning public. And again, my name is Julie Capel. This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'll see you again next week. Thanks. Bye.